Welcome to the Pied Piper Peter Pod. We're live. We are live and direct. We thought about having a special episode here. This is actually going to be a special episode. It is. Hope you like Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Not the state either. A four-minute song on repeat. We shall be singing a cappella, Dust in the Wind, (laughs) for the next hour. So buckle those (laughs) seatbelts. Strap those those shoulders in. Yeah, the format of the pod is changing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're converting it into a karaoke experience. Yes. Uh, it's, unfortunately, we only know we only know one song, and it's "Dust in the Wind." <laughs> that is true. So, so you do know that everything is just dust in the wind. You brought that up uh, before the before you got fired up here. Yeah. Yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to know that, like, if I have a hiccup or like I stumble or I, you know, say some offlandish shit or do something like make a mistake or you know i can just recognize that like oh i don't have to carry that around like you can just be gone yeah yeah that's powerful that's a powerful realization and i also used to think (laughs) i know this is the pied piper peter pod but allow me to allow me to philosophize for a second please i used to feel like things needed to have meaning but the less meaning there is the more uh, I guess alive I feel or engaged yeah I don't know if meaning is even the right word for it like a, like a story to something or purpose yeah I, I look at it as just being less layers like I don't have to layer everything and like go so analytically deep with everything. I mean, it sort of just, well, it, it just is. Like, I mean, doesn't need any more explanation or any more, th- like, thinking about it. It doesn't. <laughs> isn't it absurd? Isn't, isn't, it's just, uh, just life, life itself. The fact that this is a thing that's occurring. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to look at, I think. But that's just what it is. I mean, I think there's uh, it's sort of the paradox, right? Because it's it's almost as if um, by going by going deeper with something, I can let it go easier. Yeah. So it's like I start to see that like where all this stuff is rooted. Where all this thinking and where all these made up problems I have, where they're all rooted, and um, I come to find that they don't go anywhere. I, I mean, they're, they just just keep going and going and going. So when you're when you're digging, when you're digging into the, I guess the the, what would you say? Would it be like the stories that you're carrying around with yourself, or? Yeah, like well, just looking at the looking at the magnitude of what I what I've created the the volume of it the weight of it and seeing how how uh how much I've imagined like to see that I've imagined 
and then by seeing that I've imagined, I don't have to, I can sort of go, oh, wow, like you just made that up for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, somebody made it up at you as well. Yeah, that's a part of it, but I played with it. Yeah. Yeah, I kept playing with it. So I was in so I was in a I was in a group the other night and the, first of all we just came from a group which was awesome. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. You you brought the lead. It was the shit. You talked about powerlessness of recognizing what's not in your control, what you got. Yeah. And then you talked about power, which is the the yang to that yin. It's like Yeah, power's nice. Dude, power's where it's at. Yeah, power is nice. And uh yeah, it just opened it up and it was just and I had a thought too. I didn't get to share this in the group, but my thought was, well, I mean, I'm pretty. You you said it, but like, the access to power is about removal. It's about me getting out of its way. Yes, that's all there is to it. The game is a game of <laughs> of elimination, not gain. Yeah, there's no addition, and that's why, like, that, that's what I was talking about in terms of adding the layers. I I would add layers to every to everything and you know i'm doing that because there there's like this idea that i can somehow make sense of it all that i can make sense of the issue or i can make sense of the situation or i can make sense of the experience or i can make sense of why i said something or why i did something and uh just going with that and going with that and going with that and going with that it's just that's a it's it's a that's a tough way to really uh live um at all i mean I've lived that way. It's it's Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a form of world building. A imaginative job. world building. Yeah, it's a full time job. Yeah. Yeah. Many people live that way. That's I mean that's not a that's not an abnormal I I just look at it as uh it's a the human condition. Right. I mean that's really what it is. It's it's We uh, wanna have something to hold on to or something to grasp. Yeah, which is so so odd because it's clear that it's something that I had learned because as a kid I didn't hold on to anything yeah I mean every toy was displaced every sport was displaced every friendship was displaced like there was no clinginess right it was just playfulness I remember the day I moved away from my best friend in third grade, and it was it wasn't until the day that it happened when I realized I was sad, yeah, 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 because I was just building i I hadn't built anything up uh with it. it was just just sort of the the real the realism of the situation hits me, and I recognize that I won't be i I have a similar experience. I had a friend in kindergarten um and uh yeah I, I similar to you i wasn't even aware of it until it actually took place and then but it's funny how quickly i overcame that like i i walked through that this might be like four or five days or a week of longing if you will for the companionship that i once knew right but then there was something else <laughs> yeah there's and that's and that's the thing too is like <laughs> If if what I'm really getting at, I think in my practice, is is to get to get in a space of unknowing. Uh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of freedom there. 
because when you're yeah because when you're in that space like like something always arises something always occurs it's i get tangled up when i start trying to replicate what it is i've already had or what it is i i i i think i could have yeah and so to be in that space of unknowing is is turning the keys over it's saying you know i may feel sad right now i may feel you know bummed out that my friend's gone but i'm not creating narratives in my head about why it's all going to be okay yeah. i'm having to learn at least this is just my practice today is like learning how to trust and not know right exist in that space well and it's uh it's certainly a teachable moment for me when i look back at some of the things i remember as a kid and how i experienced uh i experienced my life there was a very short period of attachment there it wasn't a, a prolonged thing that i would have to hold on to or um, I mean, that that's essentially a resentment, right? Because it's something that's happened that I'm still conflicted with, which is behind me. Like a re-memory, resentment. Yeah, I, I'm. it's an unresolved conflict. But then the other piece of that is the future tripping where, uh, like, I don't walk into the new school. and sh- Yeah, sure, there's some fear of, like, not being comfortable and whatever, but I'm not obsessing over it or, like, to the level of... Uh, that I got to down the road of right. being in unfamiliar territories, you know? So it, there's a lot that I, I can learn from, learn from that. And I see how much more pure my life experience was back then, maybe from the ages of like three to maybe three to three or four to like eight or nine, like that four or five year window. Yeah. This is pretty clean. Right, like easy to go to sleep, easy to get up in the morning, really never knew anything, was just sort of dancing around. Yeah, generally playing with your environment and doing what was Yeah, I didn't hate, like I didn't hate school. Um, you know, I, yeah. I didn't think about hating school or... Um, Actually look forward to it. You get a new book bag, you get some pencils, you get like a nice sharpener thing. Lisa Frank was there. Yeah, like... Um, and I had to wear uniforms, so that was never a big deal. Yeah. The, the clothes were there. and All set up. Yeah, I just get on the bus and go to school and then... Isn't that funny? And you, and go you, play after school and... And you have like a, a whole... You're with... You're like in community with all these other people your age. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm not, I'm not saying that there, there... I mean, there was certainly a package that came with me. That was maybe slightly abnormal to the to the uh, to my classmates, but um, again, I never I didn't recognize that until I probably got towards the end of elementary school. What in the sense that you were different somehow? Well, yeah, like just um, just this rebellious nature. Oh like yeah, this free spirited nature of wanting to do things my way and like. Now, mind you, I wasn't thinking about it in that way. Yeah, it was just a package that came with me as I as I walked into the world. Right. Um, and uh, that was maybe a little different in relationship to the rest of the people I was going to school with. Um, but you know, there were always outliers, and there were there were outliers in elementary school, and there were outliers in middle school and high school, and um, there were you know there wasn't just me; there were other other humans that 
that had a similar package, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I was never going to march. I was never going to march the road like everyone else. And again, that was something that I didn't ask for. I, I, I wasn't aware of that I was doing it that way. It just kept getting more uh, <laughs> extreme <laughs> as I got as I got older. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really <sighs> thinking about my back to my childhood. I didn't do much thinking at all. I remember. I, I know I always had a very active imagination in the sense that I could. I remember going to sleep at night after reading. I would read books before I went to sleep, but I I could lay in bed and just imagine the the chapter I had just read and just re basically experience it in my yeah. mind. Yeah. I don't remember much thinking though, like throughout. The yeah, day. that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like yeah, it was just sort of going, going with the flow and then, sort of dancing, dancing with it all, as best I could. But then. I start getting this feedback from other people and I start getting this feedback from my own ideas and I start having all these feelings and all of these different sort of conditions that um, start shaping the way I move from there. And uh, yeah, that got, I mean, that just got uh, unbearable. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like as a as a I feel like what I was really good at doing was playing my own game for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I was fine doing like I wasn't into the I didn't feel like I needed to make friends. Matter of fact, this is actually one of the most interesting things I think about my early experience was how I approached fear. Yeah, what'd you do? I I always moved towards it. It was my in, my instant response was you're afraid go towards it, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know why I have that or had that, and it's only been recently that I that I have begun to observe it without acting upon it, because mm -hmm. I don't know why I have that, but I remember I mean at the water fountain. Asking Callie Daniels, shouts out Callie Daniels, you're out there asking Callie Daniels to the sock hop, dude. I remember being in the <laughs> water fountain, like, I'm about to ask this girl to, to the sock hop, and I'm fucking terrified. I'm freaking out. Like, she's getting water. I'm three people, three kids behind her. I'm about to ask her, and I'd ask, and I asked her, even though I was like, n you know, gutting my throat, you know, she said, maybe. Still waiting to hear about that, <laughs> Callie. <laughs> No, I need an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. This is the longest no answer in the history of uh, sock hop relations, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why that was. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and those are the those are the um, those are the things that I guess I'm sort of like talking about, where I don't have to go down that road and like try to figure out. I mean, and, and it happens a lot in in. Uh, it happened a lot for me in therapy, like seeing um, psychiatrists and psychologists always wanting to go into this like really deep character mode of like figuring out where this all came from and whatever. And like, you know, the, the worst, the worst thing that I can do is start asking that. Well, why, 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 why? It's just another why. 
There's no, it's an it's an infinite it's it's just an infinite chase that leads nowhere. And as as I've gotten older, it's not a matter of why, it's just a matter of well what it is. Wouldn't wouldn't you say that there is there is some value though in getting an ob- objective look at the environment that you were at because like that's all you knew you didn't know that there was anything different. Yeah, like if that was how but you I were think brought there's up and you're there's a difference between objectively looking at something from an observation versus wanting to find an answer. Yeah. And when I'm talking about in the therapeutic psychology, psychiatric space, it was almost as if I was attempting to seek out these answers. Oh, right. Okay. So chasing an answer for something that would somehow self-satisfy my situation or self-satisfy me in my situation. And that's just an endless chase. It Um, is. And every, you know, most self-help books are, you know, are asking the question why they're they're going into these different places that are trying to give an explanation as to why something is the way that it is, why a person behaves the way that it behaves. And it's, it's, and that's why most self-help books aren't helpful (laughs) because people just keep reading them and reading them and reading them. I mean, I, I did it. I'd read these religious books or I'd read these, um, psychiatric books or psychological books Right, like looking at my behavior and wanting to transform my character and transform my life and all of these different things and it's just a wild fucking goose chase. And I honestly think that like a lot of the authors might be aware that by they if they've written a good one, quote unquote, um, they just throw another one on the bookshelf and people go out and buy it. Right. Right. It's a great way to pad pockets. Dude, it's speaking of that. It's it's interesting to see how my how how things have changed for me. It's yeah, I'm curious. Well, I was doing all that. Like I I was I was I I delved the depths of who I am and why I am through all the art, all the writing, all the podcasting, and then eventually looking at other self help books and and trying to read my way to a, a an answer. Right. And right. It, it just never, it never came. And, uh, I, I would say like the, the exercise, like there's something in me that needed to exercise that out. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree with that. And it's, and and I look at it kind of like if you're like, it's, it's like I'm a scientist and my, my, the object of my, um, the object of my study is, is me. And so it's the one thing I can, I can work with and I can, I can, check with and see whether things are true or not and and it would happen a lot when i would share in groups or on podcasts specifically i would be so analytical about what i would share or what i would say that i would look for anything that was not true and i would i would try to figure out where i was wrong constantly in everything i expressed to to the point of an obsession um and but yeah that's I I brought it up because when you mentioned the book thing and it's like I've started noticing now that that when I go to read the stuff that I'm drawn to read, it's almost like I'm going to hang out with a friend. It's not like I'm it's like it's like the real work is actually occurring. 
in in the moment mm-hmm. in time it's not in the pages anymore right and so I'm, I'm i don't know why i'm holding the microphone like <laughs> i'm like gripping it right now like it's like i'm gonna lose it uh but it's it's i don't know what it is it's like i'm starting to i'm starting to I don't know. I, I guess I'm starting to just, just. I don't know. I, it's hard. I don't even know if there's. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like just be in the be in the fold of of life as it expresses itself. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, for me, it's almost as it's almost like a return to being a kid again. Is really like what what happens. Um, moving back into this sort of experience of not being sticky, not being stuck to stuff. Um, and I think there was this. Well, there was this quote. I so I read. Um, Plato had this quote, and he said that um, the unaware life isn't worth living. And um, I think the thing that that happens, or at least happened for me, is that I started to get just aware. I started to get interested in being aware of um, like what was driving my life and literally just by bringing, bringing the awareness to what was going on in me, I get to sort of ask the question, well, is that true or is that not true? Is that true for you or is that not true for you? You know? And, uh, just being able to look at that stuff. And I'm not I'm not talking about like taking one specific scenario or one specific thought or one specific situation and, and like going down, you know, a thousand miles with it. It's more just like looking at it on the surface and being like, Oh, okay, is this is this true for you? Um and if it is, like cool. And sometimes I don't like what's true. Like, I don't like that it's true, but just by looking at it, there's some level of acceptance there. There's some level of, oh, yeah, that is actually occurring, or that is that is sort of what's driving driving this, this experience. Um, and it's just from, just from being more, um, coming at something from a more uh, observational perspective. Um, versus because I mean for the longest time I think what happens is is that this character of me develops over the years and then I start rather than looking at my own character rather than looking at myself objectively and sort of openly I start projecting that those observations onto the people and the things that are around me so and that's a form of unawareness right I'm not even aware I'm not even aware of my of myself I'm aware of what everyone else is doing. And um, that's sort of miserable because I just, I end up coming to this place where everything just dominates 
just dominates my experience. And, uh, I mean, you sort of had an example of that, um, within the last couple of weeks of, um, like coming home to yourself. Yeah. I mean, right. Like the, the, like, you know, we, we call it getting back on the beam or whatever, but yeah, well, it's, 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 it's tough to get into this language because there's, there's a couple of me's going on and a couple of selves going on, but it's, like it's hard to explain. Like I, I was, I did some writing this morning, and and I'm speak. A lot of times when I say I or me in the writing, I'm talking about the big me, the big self. Yeah. Like all that yeah. is, like whatever it is that's allowing us to experience itself through us. Like whatever this is that is allowing consciousness to experience itself. Yeah, and I'm talking about the small self. Right, yeah. I'm talking about that that character piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right that So what happens is is that it, you know, it, for me it's not it's not reality, but I experience as if it is. Yeah, it, so it it like I, I'll still I still experience it. Yeah, but it isn't true. Yes. And so it's not about I don't have to worry about what actually is. What I do have to look at is how this this character is so far out of alignment with what actually is. Yeah, totally. And it's my responsibility as the person walking around to move that character uh, so that I can be in alignment. That I and can, dude. That's what's crazy. Like life will let you know. The world will let you know. You'll feel pain. You'll well, feel my hurt. Feelings you'll will. feel anger. Your feelings. My just my own internal condition. It'll let you know. Yeah, it gives me. It gives me signs. It gives me, it gives me warnings. Like, um, and it all for me, it comes down to sort of the frequency, right? Like this vibe, this vibration. Like, how do I feel when I'm listening to sort of an upbeat, cool, like uh, uh, music, right? Like a cool song, right? It's like it's high, it's up tempo. Like I'm, I'm buzzing, I'm flying, right? Then all of a sudden, I put on some like Slipknot or something, right? And I'm like listening to this. This this like gory, deep, dark, depressive sort of stuff, and all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm I'm on the bottom. I'm sl- I'm sluggish and slow and right. And it's my responsibility to take a look at the that how that how that's showing up, you know. Yeah, and that's I yeah. The last couple of weeks have been crazy, and I feel I feel lucky. Well, not lucky. I well, I always feel lucky, but like. It's starting to uh, it's starting to show up externally. So there's external factors in my environment that are letting me know I'm off, because I feel it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's not like I'm I'm so used to since we've started these conversations, all of the the depression, the jar, the jaggedness, the the anxiety, all this stuff was was just coming from within me. I didn't have to, I wasn't doing anything. It was just I was plagued by it. Mm -hmm. essentially for the longest time to where I thought that was like just normal and I have to fight through it. Yeah. And, uh, so now, so now since some of that stuff has been cleared out now, the, the tune or the melody of my life, the has changed. It's the melody's smooth. It's sweet. But notice the, I mean, you can even like notice the vibration of that. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. The last no. two weeks, I get thrown in the rapids for a little bit because I fall off the beam. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's sort of the... But then when that when that takes place for me today, that's more like, well, okay, this is what it is. Yeah, which is amazing. That's what was so amazing. This is was, just what it is. Dude, the turnaround was a one day. Yeah. One day. And I got like a week's worth of EverQuest in there, dude. Like a straight, I was I was geeking out on some video. That's what I did. What happened to me was just for so the listeners can understand where I'm coming from. I basically every I just fell into the the world of uh, of video games and just questing and and MMOs and just playing games. And I just stopped. I stopped doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just started like just just uh, playing my computer. Yeah. And it was, and this is the crazy part, dude. It was the shit. It was the shit, but it's not sustainable. And I fell off. Yeah. And for me, man, like I, that's, that shitty stuff is stuff that I embrace today. And I, uh, I really, I, maybe I don't enjoy it, but I, I, uh, I really get to learn from it and, um, you know, come through it. I was talking to a guy, uh, a couple, maybe a month ago now and um so there's this there's this like idea when um you know someone starts doing some of the things that we've started talking about right like and there's al- there's almost this expectation that uh it's just all gonna it's just groovy right and like i have to be this this saint-like character and i, I have mm. to be this like like gotta be on it gotta yeah be so guy. you know you have to be this like nice guy yeah. This I got to be this like good nice nice dude whatever that looks like. I still don't even know what a what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like but there's I've talked with a lot of people that have this idea. And uh I'm I've always been on the other side of that. I've always been like no dude, you got to get fucking dirty. Like this this thing isn't this isn't about um, and I'm not talking about being like unethical or immoral or yeah. like breaking laws or hurting people. What I'm talking about is like you've got to get in it, right? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna live, and if that's what you're interested in doing, rather than just hanging out in a clubhouse every every fucking night or like reading books or whatever, like you've got to go and get in it and experience it and and walk through all that stuff and it's not comfortable and you don't feel good but like that's the only way that i um i can grow so the dude comes to me right like after we talk about this he comes to me um a couple weeks ago and he was saying he was like man you know i had this opportunity i was uh, a couple of my buddies were watching a football game and they're doing stuff that i used to do uh but you know, they're still my buddies and I wanted to watch the football game. And like in the past, I probably would have just said, no, like those aren't good things. And those, those guys are not good people. And like all this sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, like I have to avoid that. Yeah. Tell yourself things. Yeah. I have to avoid that because I'm, I'm not that anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, I, I'd shared with him on our, on our talk. I was like, dude, you know, rather than thinking about it from your perspective, why don't you think about what you can contribute? Like, why don't you think about what you can do to maybe bring some, some buzz to the experience, like bring something to the, 
to the group where whatever that is. Um, and you're not going to, you'll never fail on, on, on those terms, right? Like you'll, it never, it's never happened for me. And so anyways, to fast forward, uh, he ends up thinking about the conversation that we had and he's like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to watch the games and I'm going to, I'm just going to have a good time with my buddies. Right. And I'm going to see what I can do to contribute. And he, um, when we were talking, he's like, man, thanks so much for sharing that with me because that was something that I wouldn't have experienced. I wouldn't have done that. Mm. And I had a blast. Like it was great. I got to be with the guys and they're all doing their stuff, like doing the things that they want to do. And, uh, I'm, I'm trying what I can to, to bring some energy and like be there for those guys and have fun with my friends. And, uh, he's like, I had a great time. Like I had a great time. And then he says at the end of it, like I, I started having this thought that came to me that it was time to go. And, uh, and he followed that thought and had a beautiful experience. Like he just really enjoyed watching football with the guys. And, um, so when I hear stuff like that, that's, that's an example of living, you know, that's an example of, of, uh, of, of getting out in it and letting go and, and contributing versus, oh, I'm so scared. (laughs) Like they're going to be doing, you know, cocaine and they're going to be, you know, drinking beers and doing shots and like getting rowdy and like, oh, I can't be around any of that stuff and blah, 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 (laughs) you know, like all the stuff. Like I'm still afraid of, I'm still afraid of people doing their thing. And uh, I'm bad when I do those things. So they're bad when they do those things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and, uh, and he, he had a, he had a great time and, and I can relate to that because I've had many experiences where like. I enjoy getting getting out in it. Like I enjoy going to shows, and I enjoy um, like being around people that uh, I guess I don't know. I mean, some people would say, "Oh, like those are bad people" or whatever. And I'm like, no, I think they're fucking interesting and they're fun and like, dude, it's I so, enjoy it. It's so interesting that the the selfless, the attitude of being of service, or the attitude of being of contributing to to the people around you or the environments that you're in. Yeah. So fascinating how what that does like Oh man, it's it's beautiful. It's so cool. Yeah, it's So so I'm waking up in a house now with a kid, three dogs and a partner. And it's it's been The coolest thing is, and this is this is why I think life is absurd, and I think everything is a phenomena. We don't know where this shit comes from or how it or why it even happens. And when I talk about this shit, I'm really talking about internal things like motivation or attraction or curiosity. Yeah. These things come from within you or within me. They arise from within and, and outwardly move my body and it's just been so interesting to 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 see myself in the mornings wake up and i'm unloading dishes i'm taking the dogs out i'm getting diapers changed and these are things that are that are internally i want to do it's not like any yeah it's not a chore it's not a yeah i'm not used to waking up and going 
and going, okay, what can I, like, I'm cleaning up piss on the floor. That happened yesterday. I woke up and just started cleaning up, cleaning up a pile of piss. Right. I didn't feel, I was just like, I'm kind of like, I'm glad to be here to do it. So somebody else doesn't have to do it. It was weird. I'm not used to thinking that way. I'm not used to, you know, I stub my toe and I go, well, fuck, like who put the fucking block there? God damn it. You know? Now it's like, oh, wow, it's just a different experience. I just didn't know that that was because it doesn't it doesn't seem to be coming from me, if that makes sense. Yeah. The lowercase me, I guess. Well, in all honesty, man, I think that that's I think that's the true nature of um, of being a human. I think that's the true that's the true beingness of an individual. I don't think it's the small stuff. I don't think it's the. I think it's contribution and I think it's unity and I think it's service and I think it's like being around people and being involved in people's lives, sharing stuff. You know what's interesting about all that? I think that's the that? true nature. So you, what's so interesting about all that is that, that, I mean, I'm 33 years old. Yeah. I've been, I guess I've just been living for that length of time. But anyway, there's resistance. Like, there's always resistance to do the thing that you don't really want to do, but every time you do the thing that you don't really want to do, you feel and you're way better, and you're more connected and more fluid, and you're out of yourself when you when you do things like that. And it's it's wild now because it it, it the more you move towards that resistance the less resistance there is. It, it's almost like working out and the weights that were heavy are no longer heavy. Yeah. You just go like, just like your buddy said, it was like the thought occurred, I can, I can leave now. It was like the thought occurs, I don't want to do this and I instantly start doing it because it's like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. And that's like the, when, when you share that stuff and when I, like that's, for me, that's being in the flow of, of my life. That's being in the flow of, of, of my life. Um, and the other piece of it, too, is like that stuff that I don't want to do. I know f- I know for me that that's all rooted in this this uh, small the small self like that's rooted in this character that has an idea or an expectation in relationship to it as to why I don't want to do it. Right. And like just by being aware of that, it's really helpful because I can just sort of slough it off and be like, thanks for sharing, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah. this is I'm going to follow this thought. Yeah. I'm going to follow this and this um, thought of intuition or inspiration. That's the other thing that's fascinating, too, is intuitive thought is action. Yeah. So doing the dishes, that's an in, like in your like that's an intuitive thing that. That's the weird. That's what's so weird about it is yeah. it's intuitive. It's like intuitive action. There's no space for thought because my body's already moving. Like, do you remember though? I mean, like, let's go back, right? Like, let's go back. I don't know, ten years, fifteen years. Like, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember like recognizing that thought? Like at certain times, like not every time, but certain times where like you 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 knew that that would be the thing to contribute. Like. I could see somebody and choosing to ignore it. Yeah, saying fuck it. Yeah, fuck like, that. Like I'm gonna sit here with my bowl of popcorn and watch the football game. Yeah. When, you know, my girlfriend is in the in the kitchen just 
working her, you know, what off to make it comfortable. And like, I always, I had that thought of like, Hey, you know what? She might want some help. And then I'll sit there and say, fuck that. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll let her do her thing, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, that to me is, see, that's the stand up guy that was always there. That's that, that's that, 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 uh, that contributive person that was always there. Right. But I didn't have the, like the bandwidth to be able to follow that thought. And not that I do it every time. Like I, 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 you know, I, I do it more now than I, than I didn't. And without this practice and without doing the things that we talk about, I, I would never do it because I never did do it. Um, but you know, now today, um, you know, I'm, I'm much more able, um, to go to that place and sacrifice, um, you know, the game seven of the Stanley cup playoffs to be helpful to, to somebody that I care about. Um, think about them and then follow that, you know, follow that thought. And like, I don't need a, you know, I don't need anything from it. It's just the thing to do. Um, it's, it's crazy. Cause we have this, we have this like one, I have this one track mind where it's like, I'm watching the game. I've worked all day. I deserve this. This is the thing I'm doing. So to break that spell is like a massive amount of effort, right? It's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But then if I ever, if I ever did do it though, right. If I ever did do it, there'd be something that I would get in return for doing it. Dude, always. And, and like, I go, oh, I, I help you do the dishes. And I'm, and I'm, yeah, I want to say to relate because like that, that occurred to me today. Like I get into that one, that space when I'm doing a lot of things. Like I could be working on shared space. I could be working on my, whatever forms I have to fill out. And then something will happen in my external reality that wants my attention. And I'll say, well, I'm doing this now and I can't. And that's where the practice is. And it like, happened today. I was like, I'm putting the, the phones down, the app down. Nothing like nothing has to go the way I think it has to go, even when my mind is linked into something and focused on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that piece of awareness and that piece of 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 pausing, like like being uh, more meditative, I guess you could say. Right. Like that little space, that space area makes it easier for me to navigate and like make that choice and go in that direction. Um, And uh, like I don't have any judgment towards how I was living like sitting there on the sofa and letting her do all the dishes like that. I don't have any, like, I don't think that that's a, that was a bad person or like that was a being a bad person. And I don't think being helpful is being a good person. Like there's, I don't have a label as, as associated to it. Right. Yeah. It's just for me personally, I have to ask the question, well, how, how do I, how do I want to live my life? How do I, what type of, what type of dude do I want to be in my life? And uh, today I just prefer to be the person that's useful and helpful and like to be honest, it just feels better. The content of your experience becomes it just the feels shit. better. And it's and other things in my life come to me that never would have come to me as a result of those actions. And uh, that's just a really cool thing to do. I mean, perfect example. Like, I was I was asked to do this meeting today, right? Like, in Decatur during rush hour traffic while it's raining. Yeah, while it's raining. And uh, I was asked to do this meeting like a couple weeks ago. And I put it on my calendar and of course I say yes. But you know the day comes where the like the puck drops at 6.30. And so I'm like chilling and finish my day of work and I'm just you know relaxing and like it's raining out. And I, I really just want to fucking watch Harry Potter and <laughs> order takeout you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but 
lo and behold, man, I'm there at 6.15 and doing the deal, like showing up with what I was asked to do. And I just, I sort of think about what it would have been like having made that commitment. And like, I never, I never, I very rarely upheld my commitments, right? I'm very, I very rarely upheld my commitments. And, uh, and today I get to be, I get to say I'm going to do something and then be there for that and then contribute to that. And like, I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything from doing, doing that. I don't expect anything from showing up and doing what's asked of me. There's no, it's just that I was asked to do it. That's, it's really that simple. I was asked to do it. I said, I'd do it and bang, like make the contribution and do the best you can and carry on. It's really interesting. It is. It is because 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 you you're not expecting anything, but you know something based on your experience. Yeah, heck yeah. Heck yeah. You know that when you do these things, the things you don't really you want to watch Harry Potter and, and eat your takeout. Yeah, but every time every time you do the thing that is the like let's just say the right thing to do. Someone's asking for your help. Someone's asking for you to show up. Somebody wants you to share something. Like they're saying we value you. Yeah, it's an honor and a privilege, right? Yeah. Like it's an it's an honorable thing to be put in that position. And I never recognized that. I never even recog- like I mean even something so simple as inviting someone to a birthday party or like inviting me to a wedding or like those are there's a level of like humility there. There's a level of, 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 um, someone values my life and values me as a person enough to extend an invitation for me to be a part of their day or to be a part of their meeting or to be a part of their company or to be a part of their lives. And, um, you know, that's a totally different perception. That's a, that's a different perspective, man, than looking at it from where I was sitting going, no, that's out of my way, you know, uh, or, you know what, I got other things uh, to do, or, uh, you know, I, I'm i going to be, I think I'm going to schedule a trip that weekend, you know, like, um, yeah, I'm taking, I'm, the, I'm taking the reins, I'm, that's Alan Watts, his book, his autobiography, being, being in my own way, <laughs> it's got a double meaning, that's a perfect example of it, yeah, right, so it's just a matter of, looking at it i guess and and then seeing what i i just like it better i just i just i prefer living living uh that way and i don't have any judgment towards people that like say fuck off i want to hang out in my silk robe and my and my undies and watch harry potter yeah okay great dude no absolutely there's I'll time ask, for that i'll ask someone else dude i i i played the shit out of some everquest last week dude i ignored everything around me bro it was not it was you get calluses dude i didn't get calluses but my eyes got sore as hell dude and i got a i got a good whiplash from the from the people in the house (laughs) and myself and i don't know it was i you touched on something that i want to i want to go back to which i thought was really interesting was was the idea that there's um The idea that, well, there's two, th- there's two things I want to talk about. The first part I want to say is just in reference to what you were just describing is, is seeing the world as self and allowing, allowing the world to, to maybe know what's better for you than you do. 
So when someone invites you somewhere or someone asks for you to show up and, and, you, and you have a thing that you think you want to do in the future that you haven't actually penciled out and then being open to the idea that other people might know what's best for me. Yeah, or make up an imaginary conflict. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it's not even going to happen and I'm just making it up because I don't want to do it. Uh, but I could see <laughs> I could see that whole concept, us getting in the weeds a lot with that. So I don't really want to touch that. So I want to ask you this. Okay. I want to ask you when you mentioned about this when you were younger, 15 years ago, you had you did you did have that quiet voice that was yeah, almost was that you would ignore yeah. to go help. Yeah. I got it with my mom with doing dishes or my brother wanting to hang out when I'm playing games when I was a kid. Like yeah. there's something that says you should probably and and I just ignored it all the time. Yeah. Well, so, I, didn't, I didn't know where it was. I didn't know it was there. Like, I recognized it, but I didn't know it was, you know what I mean? And so, would you say that that's like a, like, that's a human being thing? That's like, we do, like, the two wolves, the Native American story of there being two wolves, a good wolf and a bad wolf, and which one, and they fight every single night. Every night they fight, and uh, the kid says, well, who wins each night? And he says, well, whoever, whoever, whichever wolf got fed that day is the one that ends up winning. Yeah, so I don't look at it as good and bad. So for me, I look at it as, and you talked about it earlier, but I look at it as uh, small self or big self. So small self is my character, right? Like this thing that's been made up over all these years. And that's where the not wanting to go and do something or not wanting to up, uphold my commitment, that's where that all comes from. The big self is is in there guiding me in relationship to the small self saying, no, like, let's go over here. Let's do this. So the ability to distinguish those. Yeah. The big self is not about me. Never. Look at any big self thought you've ever had. That's where this that's this is where it breaks down for me. <laughs> like it breaks down because I guess I guess the totality of experience is um there is no thought. It's all action. It's all verbs. I know but you're missing a piece though. What's that? Is that action can't take place without thought. It's it's impossible. So if you look at uh, and this is kind of cool, like so the big the guys that wrote the big book like knew this, and so uh, you know our third step has made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand Him, right? So my will, and the big book defines will as the mental powers by one uh, decides a. Uh, a course of action right it's a thought and my life my life is my actions so will comes before life hmm. and then it's also littered saying that I have a thinking problem right like this I have a, th a th uh, I have a, a, th a thinking situation so it's all about for me it's all about it's all about thought it's all about 
recognizing thought and being aware of thought. Hmm. Interesting. And people like so the 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 um the thing that comes back at that is like, well, you know, you 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 just would you know you just react or like i didn't th- i didn't think before you know there's this thing like you got to think before you, you like think before you do something right and like well i didn't i didn't think about that i just did it but here's the thing about that is that my character had been so fabricated and so conditioned that the response was already built in it was already there so the reaction was based off of that off of off of a thought that was already there Okay. Or an idea you. that was already there. So it might look like it was a spontaneous, like... No, but it was hardwired into your DNA. It was already there. Yeah, hard, hardwired into your organism. Yeah, it was already there. And so that's and that's why this resistance piece comes into play, is that you're, we're basically reconfiguring our hardware. We're, we're re, reconfiguring our operating system. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mean to get too esoteric or, like, too out into the fucking, you know, uh, swamp with this, but, like... It's about bringing into alignment that 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 intuitive thought and and my thought. So it's applying my thought along the line of intuition or the line that line that we're talking about, right? That's not about me, right? That's taking care of me, right? It's it's about bringing bringing the small the small self or whatever the character is into alignment with the the true nature of of my existence, the true nature of what's what's here and and we do that by being aware of when it is occurring heck yeah and letting it die heck yeah leaving it alone and then i get to go out into the world and apply myself in a different way right so 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 this is what so i think this is why the the space the space i take in the mornings and at nights is so important for me because it's like this cleared time where it's me doing this stuff, like reading the stuff I, that I, that is big S stuff and watching what's occurring. And it's like that's that's prepping me for the day and closing me out for the night. And then when I sleep, it's almost like it's almost like you, you know, you you restart your computer or something and it's taking in all the data from the day before and reconfiguring. Well, yeah, I die. <laughs> I mean yeah. there's an element of death. That is. That is. That's what it is. There's an element of death involved. Yeah, whatever it was that I was. Yeah. So there's that there's there's that sort of stuff that's that was going on with me all the time and when I look back on my track record and I start to look at the things that I enjoyed or the experiences that I enjoyed like they all came out of they all came from this place of uh in of of uh of big self they came out of this place of contribution they came out of this place of being a part of like being in it rather than this other this other thing that I had going on which was always wanting to like say fuck it and do the opposite <laughs> and then yeah. my life starts you know my life starts to change and i think i think human beings from a like I think there's a wide variety of how people apply themselves, like just from looking at humans and like watching, like there's some people that are in alignment with that, you know, like there's some people that are that just can walk in alignment with that for most of their lives, you know, and then there's other people like myself 
that go so far out of alignment with that um, that 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 misalignment ends up killing them. You know, it ends up it literally uh, kills the human human life. And so it's sort of like, well, all right, if that's the way that it is, then, you know, how do I want to do this thing? So how do how do I want to like try and play this this life thing? Because, you know, this character that I that I've been experiencing is so far from reality, and it's it has the propensity to kill me. Right? It has the capability of taking taking my life my life away, like my physical life. Yeah, or, or being so far into the pits that it's, it sucks to even you don't even know that living could be good. Yeah, well, I mean, I just don't even know of anything else, right? And then there's the other side where, and like, if you think about it, it's sort of like this. So the this this um, this line of inspiration or this 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 internal this internal guidance system, right? That's taking care of me. That's that's naturally organically wired to like breathe uh, you. Yeah, to move me and like to, to like to to breathe, like to keep me keep this thing living right um there's there you know there's that piece but then there's also this like well i get to do what i want when i want and i have the ability to say fuck that and go and do this stuff right and it gets so far out that like i'm only the this this character stuff gets so far it gets so far out where like it doesn't have anywhere to go anymore, right? And that it just it just totally it just totally wears itself out, and that's the gift that I was given, you know. And that's the gift that I know from other people that they've experienced. That like we take we take our our our, our non true self as far as as far as it can go to where like that dream ends up breaking. That that constructed world ends up like ends up breaking and it proves completely false and when that happens like Eckhart Tolle talks about like the ego death right like that's what it is it's it's the that small self has gone so far out that it doesn't have anywhere to go anymore and it just collapses it just it it literally breaks and then the only thing that's left is like what's really true and when that happens like that's a beautiful thing for a person because when that's the only thing that's left like it all becomes a fucking joke. <laughs> like, th- like my, the whole, all this other stuff becomes so, f- it's just not, it was just never real. Right. And that's where the comedy comes in to where like, I recognize that, you know, I'd been chasing all of this stuff and been pushing this, this envelope that never existed as far as I possibly could. And I wasn't even doing anything because it was already there with, like I already had everything with me from the beginning. It's like a rubber band that gets stretched and just whips back and you just it snaps and then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, 100 hundred percent, you know, and um, I was fortunate because for whatever reason, like my environment and circumstances pushed me like it pushed that that will piece that pushed it pushed the character of Peter like so far to where it ended up breaking. And then I came back and like, I can see all this stuff now. Like it just, I can just see what we're talking about, you know, like it just makes sense. Yeah. It's not complicated. It's just really simple. Actually, my shit was really complicated, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this, this stuff is just really simple and smooth. Right. Yeah. And, 
so that's why for me, like it, I see it and I see it in our world. I see it in how people live today, like how far people like want to try to push this, this, uh, this thing that they want to push their character so far, you know, and yeah. keep running away from what, what's actually there. Um, and that's the, th- like, f- it's kind of crazy, but I mean, I think that's the, that's the, that's the gift that, you know, eventually brings people, uh, home where they get so sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it, it's, ha- look, I mean, it's happened in every fucking transformational experience. I mean, if you look at anybody that's had a transformational experience, it's like very similar to that. It's very much like I recognized that all of this was so false. And then I started to recognize what might be true. Right. And what really, what really is going on. And then from there, um, you know, it just becomes a matter of like, well, how, from here, how do you want to, where do you want to go? Like, how do you want to live? Like, what's, what's it going to be like? What are you, what are you interested in doing? And I just don't want to go back. Like, I don't, I don't want to recreate this fucking character again like that. Right. No. I don't want to go to that because it's not a, it wasn't like a super enjoyable experience. It's sort no, of like for no. me, like, I, all right, I've been there and I've done that. You know what I mean? Like when you've had an experience where you're yeah. like, I've been there, I've done that. Like I ate at the restaurant. But yeah, I'm not going to do it again. I don't yeah. need to go back there. Yeah. That's sort of the way that I look at it. Like I I unconsciously manufacture this this fucking dream world. And, uh, you know, I don't want, I'm not interested in reconstructing it again. <laughs> yes. I still fucking do it. Yeah. Well, right? we fought. Yeah. I still do it, but I don't have to keep building on it. You know, like I don't yeah, have to keep, don't. I don't have to keep going with it. Like there's things I can do today that bring me back into alignment much faster and much more. Um, and I'm, I'm convinced of this man. Like I, I'm not interested in being on the straight and narrow. Like I'm not interested in being in complete alignment all the time. Right. Like I still enjoy the character every once in a while. Like and I still enjoy sort of like jumping into the the depths of it. And what I found is that but by going out and like playing with this Peter thing, you know, this character thing that it makes my relationship to who I really am a lot stronger. It makes Mm. it a lot more like um, uh, like visceral, you know, it makes it a lot more. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. This feels really good to be home. You know, it feels feels. Great to be home. And then spend like a couple of weeks at home just chilling and like super comfortable. And then, you know what, man? Like, I think I'm going to jump into that shithole over there. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. But the difference is, is that I don't take the ch- shithole super seriously. Uh-uh. Like, I don't, I don't have to. I'm sort of aware of what it is that I'm doing, you know? Like, yeah, I want to mix it up. I want to mix it up on a Friday night, man. Like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and do this instead. Or I'm going to take this trip over here instead. Or I'm going to go and like play that game over there mm. and see what happens. So I think that's the, the, the thing. And, and I know, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but like for me, I'm coming up on a six year anniversary, uh, a six year sober deal. And, um, you know, at some point in the first couple months, like first two or three months of that day, in the past, I've always made a commitment to, um, uh, like going through a house cleaning like thing. Like I resubmit, I resubmit to all of the stuff that we're talking about and like go back through it, you know, inventories and everything. Yeah. yeah, I just jump into it and I'm like, you know, 
get, you know, I get uncomfortable and it's not fun, right? Like self never likes looking at the self, but like I I enjoy what's behind that. And so I I you know, I grab my balls and I I do it. And uh honestly thoroughly like really jump in and then from that point forward I just sort of live with, you know, my meditation, my prayer. I live with service as best I can, right? Like I go out and I but I just fucking I try to live. I really want to go and do stuff and like see where the next the the next you know ten twelve months like where does that where do I end up and then fucking resubmit again and that's the way that I've been doing it you know I don't I'm not in this place of like overanalyzing my life you know what I mean no like I don't need to like really so are you gonna do that again yeah fuck yeah that's so that's yeah it was interesting to me tonight. Um, Everything you just described, what you just said is your practice. Yeah, yeah. It was so it was so cool watching you lead the discussion and, and hearing what you were speaking while knowing the details of what it is you actually do. That was really cool. Yeah. Cause it was like it was like seeing it's like seeing the automobile and it's looks it's like a Cadillac and it's like fucking dope and it looks like Batmobile or some shit and you're like, this thing is sweet. And then you actually, like, I had this unique perspective of knowing what was under the hood. Yeah. That was really cool. I was like, holy shit. Because uh, I, I, and it's and it's funny because I, I don't think that what we're detailing out in these shows or what we're detailing out in regards to the practices that we do would be that helpful in that setting. Specifically. Like, I don't necessarily know if, saying prayer meditation inventory all the things we literally do would be that helpful in that in that environment i mean it can be it could be but like generally what we're sharing is a feeling what we're sharing is an expression there's not like to get into the nitty-gritty of what we do i just thought it was i thought it was astounding that like you didn't really you didn't even go there no, yeah, well, and you know, like it's it's you really can't because it's it's sort of um, like there's so many people I know, man, in the in this thing that uh, like it's just it's a very like it's super surfacey. It's like super, super like well, yeah, I'm not like I'm not drinking today, and um, you know, I'm working with a couple guys, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but like you know, beyond that, my my spiritual practices are just non-existent, you know? So, and what helped me early on with all of this was when I started listening, to, when I was listening to Mark Houston and Mark Houston, when I first listened to his tape, um, man, like I was really attracted to that, right? Cause here's this guy that's afflicted with the same sort of, uh, allergy and compulsion that I had, right. When it came to alcohol and he's like talking about how buzzworthy the spiritual path is and like how buzzworthy like these things are and like how fun they are and how interesting they are. And like, you know, he's really passionate about about his life today. And, um, you know, he said he said something to the effect of like, well, you know, if you have a you can have as you can experience as much of this as you're interested in as much as you're willing to do. Like and. I'd been so sick and like so fucked up that like I. I'm interested in as much as possible. You know, I'm interested in experiencing as much of my life abundantly as I possibly can. And he was a demonstration, like, through his experience that showed me that it was possible 
to really uh like practice with this stuff and like play with it and have fun with it and enjoy and enjoy like enjoy the disciplines like enjoy going to the gym right like enjoy practicing yoga enjoy these like physical things but you know he made it cool to like actually practice and and enjoy these you know these these doing things of non-doing and um that was a big thing for me when I heard that because I could hear it in his voice and I could hear the energy and I could hear the buzz that he was bringing on these with his tapes that he was talking. And, um, I was like, dude, you know what? Fuck everyone else. Like if no one else isn't like, if no one else is interested in practicing this stuff, like I fucking am. And that's the thing that I found is like, it's an anomaly. Like it's an anomaly to talk about meditation with, with someone, right? It's an anomaly to talk about, um evening inventory yeah evening inventory it's an it's an anomaly to ask somebody about like their their state of being right or um it, it's just it, there's so many things that like this path has shown me that aren't being practiced in the general in the general uh like community um it's not baffling to me but it's also like it's interesting because I found so much peace and I found I like I found a way to really live and to know who I really am. And I think that's so fucking cool. I think it's really fucking cool to like I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, but like the recognition that I'm not my name. It's still it's still so cool for me. Like I'm not this character. I'm 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 not this this name that people are calling me. You know, I'm not that. And I I thought for so long that that's who I was, you know. Yeah. And to recognize that I'm not that is really fucking sweet, you know. Yeah, because yeah. So it just comes down to it just sort of comes down to how much how much do you want to like how much do you want to do? Like what how how do you want to experience your life, you know? Um and like even with guys that I work with, man, like I don't even and you're probably the same way, but like I don't even push I don't push anything. I I just share my experience about like hey this is what's so cool about about all of this stuff like this is what I've I've found and this is what I've experienced and this is what I'm interested in you know and um if someone just wants to have this like surface level sobriety and this like this like you know hey I'm making a buck and a half every year at my job and have a nice little relationship and whatever and like I can navigate the waters really well on the material plane um uh, that's what you're interested in and you can stay sober doing that like that's fucking cool i i i burn through all that like that stuff is is fun but it doesn't have any it's not an answer for my life you know what i mean it's like i'm interested in the others in the other in the internal stuff you know it's wild it's like something happens something happens or has has happening it's almost as if i break free from the material plane and I exist in this space of of just awareness and just presence. And, and the material is just all a show. It's just all coming and going, arising, dissipating, flowing in, flowing out. And there's just, you just kind of get to, like, that's the thing. Like, when I heard the Mark H. tapes, dude, I felt the same effect. I was like... This guy is not, he's not just living, he's thriving. You can feel it in his voice, you can feel it in his attitude. He's owning who he is and he's sharing, he's sharing what he's got. 
or he's sharing whatever's coming through him. And he's very, he's very adamant that, you know, none of this shit is me. So if you get upset about anything I say, you know, you can take it up with your God because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm up here to just share the fucking whatever comes out. Yeah. And I think, yeah, a hundred percent fucking hardcore. It was great. And I think like for me at the time that I started listening to that stuff, like I was in a wide open place, you know, I was in this place of like total, I was really, I was really at peace. You know, I was really like buzzing and really like amazed of some of the discoveries that I'd made about my life and myself in my life, you know, at that time. And that was like five, six, like five years ago, probably five and a half years ago. And, uh, he he was an example that was like, hey, man, this thing just keeps getting cooler. This thing keeps getting cooler. If you keep practicing these things and you get interested in these things and, and like you can you can you can spend 30 years sober and you don't have to live uh, like with the drink anymore. Like you don't have to focus on it anymore. Like you get to do all this other stuff. And this is really what this stuff is talking about. You know, it's not about that external stuff it's about that internal stuff and he also was it was cool because he he talked about material stuff you know he talked about being abundant in all areas of his life and he talked about living in in cool houses and he talked about experiencing life and having a company with employees com- and a, companies and teams. like the whole thing right yeah and like traveling but you could tell he wasn't attached to any he, of it he was just a, he was enjoying it like he was yeah. enjoying himself and the material that he was experiencing and he said one thing really profound, and I don't know if I'll ever forget it, but he said, you know, does the man own the car or does the car own the man? And he said that in one of his tapes that I was listening to, and I was thinking to myself, like, fuck, like, the car always owned me. That car always owned me. I never actually owned the car, you know? And um, when, I, when I recognized that, I started to experience that the car didn't own me anymore. And the clothes didn't own me anymore. And the bank account didn't own me anymore. And the job didn't own me anymore. And the relationship didn't own me anymore. And, like, I started to see that, like, I was actually experiencing, like, non-attachment. And then the question came, like, well, okay, how do you, like, what's your preference? Right? And what Mark was doing was really just sharing his preferences. How he preferred to live his life as Mark Houston. Like, yeah. And... There were no answers with it. They were just preferences. It and was just his experience. And, and the funny thing that's happened is like that was like probably five years ago. Like, and my life has been very similar to that, right? Like I was in this place where I was earning very average, average dough, like very fucking average, you know, like it was just what my value was, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't really done anything and I was learning a new trade and like developing skills and like doing all this stuff but I was going into it with this attitude of service I was going into it with this attitude of contribution and attitude of humility and like not knowing anything right just going in and like immersing myself in the experience and like all of a sudden like some skills started ticking like I started to pick up some new skills and I started to get better at what I was doing like in the game right and that that turned into something else and turned into something else and turned into something else. And then all of a sudden, like as a result of what I was doing, like I started earning more, more money and I started to have more opportunities and it things just started coming to you. Things started coming to me. And like, here I am like five years in having practiced this, having earned more money 
um, in the last year than I had the previous year and like the year before that and the year before that. And it was in like an, like a economical downturn, if you will. Right. Like all these weird things. And I'm starting to like see that, fuck, I am growing in my life and I am, I am experiencing like what Mark was talking about. Right. And, um, it was just crazy. And the funny thing is, I don't have any fucking expectations about it. That's the fun part. Like, I don't even, I don't, ex- I'm not saying, like, I don't write a goal out and say, like, oh, I expect to earn X this year. No. Or I, like, it's, it's all, it's just, it's like the vision of my life. You know, it's more, it's more vision stuff. And Mark talks about vision. It's more like. It's, it's almost like, it's like, it's like tuning your frequency. And it's almost like the, the frequency flowing at the level at which it is like the the mood that you're in the attitude the, the better feelings that you're having is the point of it the better being that you're having is the point of yeah. it so all the rest of it is just kind of dopeness but it, but like it's not something that you need yeah exactly and then it's a recalibration right like i recalibrate i go through the deal again I get clean again, like really clean. I see some of the stuff that was blocking me over the last 12 months, right? I get square with that. And sometimes what's funny about it, dude, is like there's shit still from 20 years ago that I wasn't able to see the the year prior when I went through the work. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can And then all of a sudden it's like it pops up and I'm going, "Fuck, like that's still there." Like, "Okay, cool." Right? And I get to I get to keep cleaning this in this this character of mine and i get to keep polishing it up and keep discarding 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 new things that open me up for new experiences and it's it's honest to god it's a hundred it's fucking foolproof there i mean it it is a hundred percent it works if it works (laughs) it works if you work it yeah it's a hundred (laughs) it's a hundred fucking percent it's like Uh, at the i always experience the fucking cake of it yeah i mean right like I apply the recipe into my life. I apply the recipe to myself and I always experience the cake. That's what's that's a great analogy for it because like what you don't want to do is get caught up in the icing. We're working on a cake. The icing come like it'll what is it it's, it says it in in the thing in the thing like material gains never preceded spiritual development or some shit i can't remember what it says yeah but, yeah something along those lines but yeah you want a strong cake dude the cake is the is the, is the nice you know you, you take a bite into it you know the icing's nice but the cake is where it's at yeah man and like at the end of the year coming up on this this like anniversary deal hadn't really thought about it for 11 months and then all of a sudden like i'm walking towards this right and i feel a little bit of um you know some like flashbacks uh, creep in and I start thinking about some past things and like the state of being gets a little bit like you know sketchy and uh, I'm em- I embrace that though you know it's like okay cool like I understand I understand that like time to do some digging there's some conflict here that's taking place so like let's let's stay in today and like walk walk today and if tomorrow comes like let's walk tomorrow and like when that day comes if it comes we'll we'll go through it and like share our experience with it and then bang, like we'll jump back into the fucking the 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 kit of cleaning tools and like go scrubbing and <laughs> and then and then jump back out and like and go live, you know? Yeah. Um and it's just I don't know, it's just sort of a cool thing. And I oil I, change. 
Yeah, and I picked that I picked that up from uh from Mark, you know. I picked that up from Mark. And so like I look at the I look at the steps uh I don't look at the steps anymore as a way to keep me away from alcohol. That's no longer like and that never was really a part of my my thing. Uh, cuz I could stay away from alcohol just going to meetings and be miserable. Yeah, and wanting to shoot myself. Yeah. Which was fun. But <laughs> But I look at the steps as as a as a as living mechanism for spiritual yeah development and mechanism for um, emboldening your life experience, engaging it with reality. Yes, exactly. But then after I go through the fucking work and I do what I have to do, like I don't fucking think about it. No, I just keep I keep doing my I keep doing my stuff. I keep doing the things that I'm interested in doing, like meditation and yoga and prayer and service and like I keep doing the things that that can that allow me to 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 stay in alignment you know which is so which is so wild I just we, we're gonna have to wrap it up because we've been going it was just where we started with what you just said like what you're describing and this is what I, this is what it is it's almost like we're lit like our priority are the priorities of monks like the way that it sounds like if my my experience is the same as yours. Those are the things that are the most important things in my life. Everything you just described. That's a monastic lifestyle. Living in a fucking living like uh, an, like. I'm just a bro, dude. I just I play video games. I want to do hood rat stuff with my friends. Yet my days are are all those things you just described are the things I do every day. Yeah, exactly. And nobody can tell. No one can tell. Yeah. Very few people can tell, you know. It's crazy. And that, and then, then the fact that that was like it wasn't even like I don't know. This was great, dude. Yeah, this, this was, was awesome. I'm glad we're sort of uh, like quasi back on track with our our weekly pod. Yeah, we're we're going to tight we'll tighten it up even more so we'll get to weekly again cuz this one was all over. This was awesome. I can't wait to listen back to this one, dude. We were all over the place. Yeah, it'll I be have f- no idea what we talked about. Yeah, it'll be fun to re-listen. Yeah. Lord, I I mean, we started with Not even can- re-listen, listen. <laughs> cuz cuz we've been talking. Yeah, we have been talking. <laughs> <laughs> And my eye, and my left side of my face is falling off the left side of my face. That was Paul's bedtime. <laughs> so yeah, without further ado, uh, enjoy some Kansas. Au revoir. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no I rose above the noise and confusion
You cry.